Go ahead and praise the Lord. Go ahead and praise the Lord. Yes. Amen, 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 amen. Wow, it's good to be here this morning, isn't it? Good to feel the presence of the Holy Ghost in this place. I don't know if my hearing aids are broken, but I can't hardly hear myself. I don't know. Do I need to be turned up up here, or is that what it is? So good to see you all here this morning. My, the presence of the Lord has already met us here. Holy Ghost is in the house looking for good things to happen. Amen. I got something. Do you mind standing? I know you've been standing. No, be seated. Be seated. My goodness. That way you can get back up again. I have a baptismal certificate. Isn't that wonderful? Paula Keith. Come, Paula. Was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ on the 12th day of March 2023. Isn't that wonderful? to say we're still in revival still in revival amen amen don't forget it's already been announced the be free at five o'clock over in the new dining hall special guest Mindy McNutt my that's going to be good you can make that and you will be glad you did also all men going on the fishing trip coming up pretty soon please meet in the prayer room after service today, after service today. Thank you. God bless you. Turn with me, if you will, to Numbers, the 13th chapter, beginning with verse 2, and then we'll skip down to Numbers 14, 36. Praise the Lord. We welcome all of our guests here today. Thank you for taking out time to come, and our online guests, thank you for looking in today. Hope you'll enjoy what the Lord has got for us this morning. Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, everyone a ruler among them. Now turn your pages to the next chapter, 1436. And the men which Moses sent to search the land, who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land, and even those men that did bring up the evil report upon the land died. Everybody say they died. Died by the plague before the Lord. Verse 38 says, I like this. But Joshua, everybody say, but Joshua. I'm glad there was a conjunction there. It didn't stop with verse 37 of those that died by the plague. But Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search the land, lived still. They kept on living. 
Some people died, but there were others that kept on living. Can I preach to you for a little while about die by the plague or live by the promise? Somebody ought to say, I want to live. It's up there. Go ahead. I want to. Oh, yes. Look at somebody and say, what are you going to do? Are you going to die or are you going to live? Thank you. You may be seated. Several places it was recorded about the promise of God. I read one of them earlier on verse th chapter 13, verse 2. He said, the land which I give. Another place said, the land or the place which the Lord hath promised. Another place said, search the land of Canaan again, which I give unto the children of Israel. And again, he said, this land shall be your possession before the Lord. So how many times did God emphasize and promise that there is a land out there that's better than where you're living right now? And I suggest to your thinking, I don't care how far you've gone in the Lord, how, how, how high you've reached, there's still a land that's better than where we are right now. Oh, yeah. God told Abraham, take Isaac and go to the place and worship. There's another place to worship. There's another avenue. There is another dimension that I feel like we can get to today. How many promises do we need to get us to believe and receive what God has in store for us? I've preached, Lord have mercy, how long have I preached? Since, since uh, 1968. That's what, 55 years. Isn't that right? About 55 years. And I have pleaded with people. I have begged people, if you will. I have over and over uh, uh, tried to appeal to them that God has something laid up for them. And over and over, some receive, some believe. There's about 300 of us here today. Somebody's believed. Somebody has received. Somebody's found the promised land. But some have not yet received it. They have not taken God at his word. Deuteronomy 30 and 15 said, See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. That choice is before us every day. What will you live by? Doubt and fear and dread or by faith and victory and joy? There's some dying, but there's others living. Sin brings forth death. Unbelief brings forth death. And I'll prove it to you in a little while. But I'm here to tell you, you don't just do sin. Sin does you. You don't just partake in sin of a little while, but sin gets a hold of people and causes death to them. The scripture used the term the motion of sin. <coughs> when sin gets in its motion, when sin 
gets in its motion. Open that for me. I'm trying to use this microphone here. <laughs> Hurry up, boy. <laughs> there you go. I believed he could do it, didn't you? That's one of the finest young men you'll ever meet. Oh, I'm telling you. But he said, see, I have said before thee this day, there's somebody that's come to this place today that needs to make a choice. God, I'm going to serve you so I can live. I'm not going to walk out of this place undecided. But I'm going to decide today, I am going to follow you. I'm going to be saved. I want to live. When they surveyed the territory, two of them came back with a good report. Joshua and Caleb. Deuteronomy 125 says, And they took of the fruit of the land in their hands and brought it down unto us and brought us word again. And said, it is a good land which the Lord our God doth give us. The promised land of Canaan, eventually called Israel, was a fertile land with, a, with brooks and, and, and deep springs that gushed out into the valleys and the hill. The rich soil produced wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates and olives. The Israelites would lack nothing once they got into the promised land. I'm going to tell you, once you find your way to an altar of repentance and baptism in Jesus' name and the Holy Ghost, that's all you're going to need in this world. That's all you're going to need in this world. You don't have to look for anything else. You, you can quit your search when you get to God's promised land in the spirit world. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to somebody here today. They brought back word unto them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. 1337 of Numbers said, And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. When I saw this last phrase that said, This is the fruit of it, I thought of Peter on the day of Pentecost when he said, when they, when they were speaking in tongues, when they were receiving the Holy Ghost, he said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Those, those two spies came back and said, this is it. See what I got? This is it. And you can have this. If you get to the promised land, somebody out here today that's got the Holy Ghost ought to stand up and shout, this is that. This is that. I got it for myself. I got it for myself. I've got into the promised land. I've spied it out, and I got it for myself. 1328 said, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great and moreover we saw the children of, of, of Anak there the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south the Hittites and the Zebusites the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan it looked like 
there was these these uh, rough characters, these rough uh, uh, neighbors that they were going to have was covering this land. What are you saying? I'm saying this writer to them didn't he, uh, he didn't hide the fact that there would be challenges to face. Even when they got in the promised land, there were going to be challenges to face. I'm telling you, living for God does not exempt you from troubles in this sin-cursed world. But at least in Christ, you have a victory that overcometh the world. Yes, you're going to have trouble with sin. You're going to have trouble with problems. You're going to have trouble with sickness. Man is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. Once you get the Holy Ghost, that does not exempt you from living in a sin-cursed world. You, your, your, your soul may be redeemed, but this old body is not yet redeemed. That's why I'm reaching for higher ground. I'm going to get out of here someday. I'm going to the heavenly promised land. But until then, I'm going to face I'm going to face the Amorites and the Jebusites and the Hittites and the Canaanites. But I tell you what, if you look and read through the Bible, you can see God gave Israel victory over and over and over and over. You don't just get the victory one time when you get the Holy Ghost. My God, you can come and get the victory again and again and again. My grandson in, in uh, Pearland, Texas, had a birthday yesterday. What is he, 16? 16 years old. And he come home from church one time, and he told his mama, he said, I got the Holy Ghost the 42nd time. <laughs> I tell you what, I wish somebody would stand up and say, I got it the 42nd time today. I, well, yeah, I had some struggles. I had some victories. I had some problems, but now I still got the victory because I've touched the promised land again. 30 verse of 13 said, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Something that is good as that was there was no time for delay. You could miss the deal. Come on. If you don't take it when the opportunity comes. What are you preaching, Brother Wilson? I'm preaching. Somebody has the opportunity to get God down inside their life today. Receive the Holy Ghost. Come on. Somebody's already stood up and say, I've reached the promised land. I've got something good. Here's the fruit of it. This is that. This is that. And you ought to say, it's my turn. Don't delay. You don't need to wait another minute, but you need to go. The Bible said, let us go up at once. For we are well able. Not just able, but we are well able. But they brought up an evil report, verse 32, of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature.
And there were giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. This was a fear-based group of people. All they could see was giants. All they could see was them as grasshoppers. But uh, the uh, Anakims illustrate to us of inward and outward temptations. There were three sons of Anak uh, that were there. Shishai, number one, and his name meant who I am. Who I am. That, that indicated there was ego in the problem. Number two was Ahiman, which, and, and that his name meant what I am. That, sent, that signifies pride. And Talmai, what I can do, or self-reliance. The enemies of our own soul is the only thing that's bothering us. Come on, you, you don't need to blame somebody else. But it's your pride. It's your ego. It's your self-reliance. Come on. It's your fear. You just got to say, come on, let's go on and possess the land. Let's go on and get there. Hallelujah. In the days of the spies, these guys were terrorists to Israel. And I suggest to you we're still fighting them today. Numbers 14, 9 said, Only repel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land. Oh, I like this term, for they are bread for the us. We're well able. These people over there are just bread for us. Their defense is departed for them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. It was a land that eateth up the inhabitants and said, No, I suggest, about, like the Bible said, they're bread for us. I was raised with nine more children, five boys, five girls. How many times? I think I wound up sitting in the middle of the table. That's where you have to pass everything. From one end to the other end. Please pass the bread. Please pass the beans. Please pass the corn. Let me tell you something funny. My wife, when I went up there to eat supper with them right before we married, she had beans on her plate, and she said, pass the beans. She was so shook up. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's not in my notes. But I'm telling you, it ought not be we're afraid of the Anakims. We're not afraid of our ego. We're not afraid of our pride because, come on, I see something in that land that's bigger than my ego. It's bigger than my pride. It's bigger than my doubt. It's bigger than my problem. It's bigger than my fear. Pass the Anakims. Please pass the Anakims. Come on, I'm ready to eat up the Anakims and destroy them because there is a land that floweth with milk and honey, and it's promised me. It's promised you. Oh, yes, infested with hordes of fiercest Canaanites. They had a land to possess. They already had the promise. We got the promise. Come on. If God promised something to you, he's not going to back up on it. All you got to do is go for it. If he's promised it, you can go for it. Oh, I'm just about to preach. 
Come on, I'm, I'm going to get ahead of myself. Come on, God's promised somebody the Holy Ghost today. No use in fearing it. God promised it. You don't have to fear you're not going to get it. God's promised it. Receive it. These three tribes were destroyed by Joshua except a remnant. A few, that is Shishai, Ahiman, and Talmai, who escaped to the Philistines. David then later had to fight one. If we don't ultimately destroy our giants, our offspring, we'll have to fight them. The longer you don't, the longer you let them live, the more they multiply. Your hate, your pride, your malice. Come on, your unforgiveness. Come on. Your bitterness, the longer you let them live, the longer they and the more they multiply. Come on. You're going to face obstacles to your spiritual growth, to spiritual things, to a prayer life, to a dedication, to a commitment of involvement and faithfulness. And, but, God, but Joshua said, give me this mountain. Come on. I'm going to take this mountain. It's mine. You've already promised it to me. James Fawcett Brown commentary said on, uh, 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 talking about 1337 and 8 of Numbers, he said, thus 10 of the 12 that searched out the land were struck dead by the justice of God on the spot. Caleb of the tribe of Judah and Joshua of the tribe of Ephraim alone escaped because they had Followed God fully. John Gill commentary wrote, either by the pestilence immediately sent upon them by the Lord or by a flash of lightning from him or in some other way. However, by the immediate hand of God and in his presence being in the tabernacle of the congregation, the Jews differently relate the manner of their death Talking about this plague that hit those that said, we can't take it. We can't go in. Look at all the big giants over there. Look at all the big problems we'll have to face. These people died. The Jews differently related the manner of their death by saying, some say worms came out of their navels and up to their jaws and ate them and their tongues and others that came out of their tongues and entered their navels, which they take to be a just retaliation for sinning with their tongues. You better be careful. If you don't believe what God's doing, you better watch up, you better watch what you say about this apostolic Pentecostal movement. If you don't have a clue, if you hadn't tasted the grapes yet, you better be careful how you oh yeah. You better be careful about making fun of people shouting and dancing and running and speaking in tongues and having a good time. You better, you better be careful what you say about it because God's got a death for you, sir. God's got a death for you, ma'am. Lord, Lord, Lord. This is not in my notes either, but I can remember years ago sitting right over here, maybe behind Brother Dwayne or in that area, there was a man that came and he made light of the truth. He made light of the Holy Ghost. He made light of this glorious gospel. And we had a prophet came through here, and he said, he said, if you don't quit making light, I don't know how he knew it, the Holy Ghost. 
Hey, it's baptism time. Somebody's entering the promised land today. Somebody entering the promised land today. Somebody don't have to die because they're entering the promised land. Oh, yeah. This guy didn't know this person, but he says there's somebody in this house that's making light of the truth and making light of the church and you're going to die if you don't straighten up your life. And in just a few weeks, that God died as sure as I'm standing here today. Somebody needs to be careful what you say about God's work and God's Holy Ghost and God's Spirit and this Jesus' name message. I think somebody told my daddy one time, you got water on your brain. You know why they said that? Because he... Preach water baptism in Jesus' name. You better be careful what you say about getting baptized. It's absolutely necessary. Come on, I said it's absolutely necessary to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Oh, yeah, Peter said, wherefore baptism doth now also save you. That's a good time to get some mileage on some doctrine here today. You know what happened? They died by the plague before the Lord. They had their mind on their, they had their mind on gripes instead of grapes. Do I need to come over here and preach that or I need to go on that side? Which no time to gripe, but I tell you, it's a time to grape. Have you got a picture? Have you got a picture back there of those grapes? Can you put it up for me? That cluster of grapes. Have you got a picture? Look at this. Whoa. That's the biggest one I've ever seen. I can't hardly wait to get one of them. My, my mouth's watering right now. Come on. Oh, because they, they didn't want the grapes. They'd rather gripe than they had grape. Come on, you may make excuses, but watch what will happen to you if you keep putting off getting baptized in Jesus' name. I told, I, I told four men... I said, one at a time, different situations. I said, if you don't turn your life around, in other words, if you don't get right with God, they were in terrible condition, dying, dying, dying. I said, if you don't turn your life around and get, a, get straight with God, beware, lest a worse thing come on you. And as sure as I'm standing here, three of them died in just a length of time, and I'm watching for the next one. If they don't turn their life around, God's going to take them somehow. I, I don't know why I'm preaching this tough. I, this, this, I, I'm just trying to stir somebody up. Come on. It's no doubt in my mind, according to the scriptures, you must be, Jesus said it, you must be born again. Come on. You must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Something, oh God, 
You better come on to God before it's too late. Before it's too late. And they died by the plague. But these other men, they lived still. Oh, yeah. Come on. I want, I want a couple of our guys to go spy out the grapes for us and spy out the land. Come on. Come on, guys, quick. I want you to spy out the land. Look at this. Run, run, run. Y'all can run. I've watched you work faster than you're running right now. <laughs> These guys working out here on this building, y'all to watch them, watch them do this. I just, me and my wife come out here last night and blew up a bunch of, bunch of grapes. I mean a bunch of balloons that were purple. She was, <laughs> of course I wasn't, but look at this. Be careful with that. Lord have mercy. I, oh, oh, be careful now. Don't drop those. Don't, 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 don't. You, there was two reasons, I think, they had to carry them on a the staff. Number one, they were so heavy. They were so heavy that, that they, they, they couldn't just carry them in their hand. Another reason, they wanted them to be protected. God wanted them, protected them. They carried them on a staff. Oh, yes, grapes. Stay right there, right in the middle, right there. Is that center? Protective grapes. That I, I am told one grape out of the brook of Eskel, one grape could slake a thirst, slake a thirst for an entire day. Isn't that something? One grape could quench your thirst for one day. I remember, I don't know where Daddy got this. I think it was his imagination. I hadn't found it in the Bible. But I think it was his imagination. He said, when we get to heaven, grapes are going to be this big. Apples and oranges. And he kept on. I don't know what you think about it. I can't hardly wait. I wish Jesus would come on right now. Oh, yes. One grape. One great could slake, slake your thirst for an entire day. You know what grapes have? They, are, they have protective antioxidants. Grapes provide both potassium and fiber and resveratrol, I understand. They may boost, boost brain power. Some of you guys need that. May, may help manage blood sugar. I need that. Japan's ruby Roman grapes are both huge in size as well as in price. In 2009, a Japanese hotel manager paid a whopping $910 for a 1.5-pound bunch of tomato red ruby Romans. Oh, yeah, that works out to around $26 per grape. They better be big if it costs that much. I'm telling you, the largest bunch of grapes, I think it's this one on the board here. Where was it? The, 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 the largest bunch of grapes was 22.31 pounds in Spain. My God, $11,000 for one bunch of grapes in Japan. Escal is where the grapes are still exceptionally fine and of great size. I don't care about going over there. I've been to the Holy Land a few times, and I like it. It's nice to go, but I'm looking to the holy place. I'm looking for the Holy Land, the New Jerusalem, where there'll be no tears. 
There'll be no more pain. There'll be no more heartache. There'll be no more trouble. There'll be no more disappointment. There'll be no more, my God, oh, Canaan land. Canaan land is just in sight. Aren't you looking forward to it? Aren't you looking forward to it? You know, we've got some more that's already gone on to the promised land. Just in the past few months, we've seen some that's already crossed over, already got there. I think of Sister Jan. We laid her to rest the other day. My God. Looking on back, Barbara and, and, uh, and Joy and Beverly and A.Q. and Bernice and Thomas and Faye and Verlame and Frank and my God. I think of Brother Lee Covered. I was talking about him the other day. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm waiting on that music to start up here. I'm, I'm telling you, I can't wait to see them again. I'd love to see my daddy. And I'd love to see Brother Woody and my mother and Sister Betty Wayne and Patrick. And I'd, I'd love to see some of yours that's gone on to the promised land. Come on, that's gone on to the promised land. Come on, come on, come on, stand up. Oh, yeah, come on, hallelujah. I'm looking forward to that.
Don't you wanna go? Don't you wanna go? Oh, I'm looking forward to a better day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a better day. The promise is yours today. You don't have to wait on it. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name and got, oh, yeah, you can have the Holy Ghost today. It's real. It's real. Somebody ought to come on and receive it today. Somebody ought to come on and receive it today. Somebody ought to come on and receive it.
Come on, how many is ready to go there? How many is ready to go there? How many is ready to go there today? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We magnify you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Come on, lift up his name right now all over this place. I wish you would close your eyes all over this place and lift your hands high to the heavens. And go ahead and visualize you're going back to heaven. You're going up to heaven. You're seeing your loved ones. There's no more pain. There's no more sorrow. No more tears. No more strife. Come on, no more bitterness. No more arguments. No more worry. Come on, lift your hands up and close your eyes and imagine. Because it's going to be true. It's true. It's coming. It's coming. And why don't you worship Him for it? Why don't you praise Him for it? Why don't you praise Him for the promised land? Hallelujah! That day we enter into the gates and we see Jesus face to face. And we see the glory of the Lord radiating off of His face. Oh, what a day it'll be! What a day it'll be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face. Oh, come on, come on, lift him up right now.
they received the Holy Ghost before? Have you ever had the Holy Ghost? Lift your hands if you've had the Holy Ghost. You can put your hands down. Is there anybody that got the Holy Ghost for the first time who spoke in tongues for the first time today? Can you lift your hand? We have one get the Holy Ghost today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know what that means? It's a, it's a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Can I have a witness? It's a wonderful feeling. It's amazing. It's peace. It's joy unspeakable, full of glory. But the Bible says that is the earnest of our inheritance. There's something even greater on the other side. That, that feeling's just a portion. That's just a part of what you're going to be able to feel when you get to heaven. Woo! You think about the best feeling you ever had in the presence of the Lord that time that it just swept you, you off your feet. It's going to be ten times, hundred times, a million times greater on the other side. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to that day. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to that day. Amen. Amen. Remember, first steps immediately after service, if you're a guest or a new member or you're wanting to get involved in any ministry of this church, we'd invite you to come and join us for a free lunch over in the S&P Wilson Center Dining Hall. We also have Be Free at 5, the same room, and 6 o'clock prayer, 6.30 church. You can be dismissed today. Actually, no, 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 no. Don't you be dismissed yet. Look at what we got. This certifies that Teresa Malone was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of her sins. Come on, let's give God praise for that. This certifies that Christy Hall was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus for the remission of her sins. Come on, give him some praise. This is awesome. We're having revival. Pastors are being washed away. Sins are being washed away. We got one more. Emmanuel Houston was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, let's rejoice. Let's clap our hands one more time and give God great praise. Three more with their name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Let's come back tonight ready for revival, ready for harvest, ready for the supernatural. In Jesus' name, you may be dismissed.